Hey, what's bracken? What's poppin'? Uh, it's another episode of Spit Sessions with Delance and Reggie. Reggie was bracken. What's poppin'? Yeah, I was just recovering from last night. Was it that bad? It wasn't that bad, right? Well, remember when we were at the Seven Eleven? Oh, I, I said that you were tempting me to get flame hot at two and three in the morning, whatever it was. E O, and you're just throw caution to the wind, you know. It's yeah. party time. Well, yeah. how you feel? You okay? Yeah, you know. Uh, I see. I think my insides are a little melted. <laughs> uh, see, I played to say if I got Doritos, that's a little bit more tameable than the than the flaming hot nacho cheese combination. I didn't know people that weren't from Chicago didn't know that that was a thing. So I was a little bit surprised when I have a picture of a bag of flaming hots with um, nacho cheese in them and a plastic fork because I'm fancy and I wasn't going to get my knuckles cheesy. And individuals are like, "What is that?" And that's nasty. Like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, "It's a hood classic." You know, that's it's, it's a delicacy. It's pretty delicious. Some people throw ground beef in. You can throw turkey ground beef. Ground. It's no, not ground, no, ground turkey. What? No, hold on. Wait for a healthy for a healthy <laughs> and versatile uh, option. That's like know, eating fat free cream cheese. You either go all the way or just don't. That's not for you. I mean, it's, you can you can <laughs> there there can be exceptions sometimes. Like maybe it's it's there's a niche where people eat things and they eat it because they know it's bad for them, but just they don't want to have, have a, no have no meat on it. You can't just expect people to go cold turkey sometimes though. That's, no, that's ridiculous. That's, you no. don't eat something. You don't. You don't eat a bag of hot chips with processed cheese liquid food on it, and mm. then oh, let me put some turkey on that. That's like people who go and get supersized with a diet coke, I suppose. <sighs> and not supersize isn't a thing anymore, but I, I understand where they're coming from. Sometimes there have been times where I've gotten a pizza and I've ate it and I've considered tomato sauce a vegetable of some sort and I was like eh. well we yeah. all have to rationalize like that but that's that's normal this mm. this idea of let me eat one of the craziest things ever <laughs> okay gotcha um one thing I wanted to talk about that we haven't had a chance to talk about because it dropped in between last time and now is the Childish Gambino album and how that gets i feel like black dynamite like every time i listen to it i want to put a fur fur coat on walk out and start calling people jive turkeys like left and right because it reminds me of a time that i was never a part of because i wasn't around during the 70s so i only have things like music and movies and so on and so forth to go by but it was i enjoy the album with the exception of maybe like one song or so california because he sounds a little weird when he's singing that i don't i don't know what he's doing with his voice but it's not really my cup of tea. I mean, what? I'm just, I'm listening to your Oh, okay. He was making faces. I was just like, are you silently judging me on the <laughs> no. level? Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. There's certain people when they sing, they, they, it's melodic, you know, it's real, real smooth. Like certain people when they sing you and you play an album and you with somebody you're interested in, you know, you're going to be able to put a finger off somewhere where it probably has not been before. Or it has been before, which means the music might not even be necessary. But you did it just because you you romantic like that. Childish Gambino is not one of those people for me. Like I'm not gonna try and get some pull off a try like a like a Childish Gambino song. Like that's just not gonna happen for me. But there are certain individuals like Maxwell, D'Angelo, um, Raphael Sadiq, um, you know, so on and so forth. Well, you put it on, and something gonna happen. But this was more of a fun and funky. Um, vibe type thing reminiscent of like Bootsy Collins probably with the bass and stuff like that Um, even though I'm not super duper I'm not a I'm not an expert like nobody listened to me you don't know the fuck you don't know shit about Bootsy Collins there's a good chance I don't know shit about Bootsy no, Collins I mean, like, it, but, it reminds you of what it reminds you of and that's fine. yeah 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 don't don't come for me yeah, so, that's it I mean yeah that's my my opinion of it so far how'd you feel about it I've listened to it a lot less than you I'd imagine uh I'm gonna say it is fine possibly above average mm -hmm. the way i feel about it is it's the the way that people are, are falling all over themselves to praise it is is surprising to me i think this is essentially an album there where the the triumph is is due to the composer of the music mm -hmm. more so than donald glover who's a super talented guy mm -hmm. <clears throat> and there aren't many people who are as good as as good at as many things as he is, but this idea that he's just going to step into this completely straight-faced and deliver 
a magnum opus. I, I don't I don't really agree with that. But I, I think I appreciate that he's taking it seriously. But at the same time, when when you're in the process of writing these songs, you kind of have to understand that you know you're doing this homage, but how how far are you getting right? Like it's it's a weird line or a balancing act between paying tribute to something and having it be derivative at the same time. So yeah, it is. You hear a lot of funkadelic in it. I think the the more straight soul songs are the ones I liked less because this sounds like an old person talking, but whenever I hear some of this stuff, it's like, well, why would I listen to this when I can just listen to mm, yeah, that makes something sense. better? Like and, on some, on some <clears throat> like, why would I listen to Nicki Minaj when I can listen to like old Lil Kim or some shit like well, that? Well, it's shit. not you know, quite the it's same. It's not which, quite the same, I, but I I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, you, y'all know what the fuck I mean. Yeah, that's just kind of my issue with it. Some of the stuff, some of the stuff musically at least, really stands on its own and some of it is very... I wouldn't go as far as to call it paint by numbers, but it's like, all right, well, we've been here before. I know where this is going. He did make mention of the fact that I don't know if he should have, but I kind of it gives some like uh, introspection on what was going on. He made mention of a lot of the things being uh, experimental, like he was toying with different things and stuff like that. And there was an article, uh, a complex article, where the the author didn't necessarily rip into him, but uh, it was it was like yo what the fuck are you doing you know well, that's that's kind of rude if if we had if if any of the musicians i knew had the opportunity to work with this uh fairly accomplished swedish composer who who clearly knows his shit when it comes to these genres they would take the opportunity and they would benefit from it similarly uh so we can't fault him for yeah um i'm going to assume that he met this guy doing community he was on that show, right? That was the show he was on? Yeah, Community was yeah, the show. that guy did. He was a composer for that. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And I'm assuming that's how they hooked up. Probably. But yeah, you know, album-wise, it's a fine album, but this, a lot of people, it seems they're taken away from it. They're like, Donald Glover is just this fucking, he's a genius now. And it's like, well, you're right now. I mean, he, he he's not stretching himself then. He took a break from, I, I've realized that he does different things at different times. Like, he'll act take a break from that when that's over, then do music. He hasn't really done the stand-up thing uh, that much as of recently. He has, but it's 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 pick and choose. Like, he does one thing at a time, and he does get by. It's it's good stuff. I enjoy his things. I haven't taken, I haven't watched Community. I haven't watched Atlanta yet because I don't have the effects, and I need to find a way to do it for the free. But um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm I would consider myself like, into what he does. He also fits into this niche of Artists that aren't like the mainstream things that we hear today. And I'm not a hotel like y'all listening to 21 Sandwich, my brother. Like, mm-hmm. why, why are you talking about shooting one another? Stop trying to shoot another brother. Like, and I just made that rhyme just because. Um, and but I'm not one of those. But there is you hear a lot of that. Like right now, uh, there's a lot of mumble rap and there's a lot of I don't know if, if it's not from Chicago. Can we call it drill or? Who gives a shit? Okay. Call whatever you want. I, yeah. don't re- I don't respect genres like that. Oh, really? Like, with people just getting clapped up left and right? No, I just don't. I mean, I don't respect genres enough to, to follow the Oh, genres rules. in general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. But it's, it. they serve to kind of try to categorize certain things. I don't know what to call stuff when I hear it sometimes. So, they, if you don't know what to call it, it's hard to reference it. The, but people like Childish Gambino, um... And J. Cole, who actually just dropped another album, I, I didn't listen to that one all the way through. Um, I listened to a lot of it, but I was distracted at the time. I was happy that he dropped something else, but I was looking at the reactions he was getting before dropping, even before he dro- he announced that an album was going to drop and people was wilding out like, like, oh, fuck, not another J. Cole album. Like, oh, here we go. Oh, you're going to put me to sleep with the... He's a dude with the raps over real smooth melodic like lay you down type beats and he's not hitting them that hard sometimes it's like storytelling especially on this album right here because it was a concept album as it turned out and i found that out after listening through for a few times it's real smooth and he was just laying things down like you know just the the, the regular stuff like the the usual not necessarily kicking knowledge but hey stop selling drugs stop stop shooting at people you can go to jail for that you can get killed for this. Hey, you got kids. Don't do that. Like type shit. So I, I respect what he does. And it's, it's, 
I like having something that's a little bit more versatile. I like listening to stuff like that. And, but every now and then, I do want to listen to a song about shooting people for no reason. Well, they have a reason. I just don't agree with the reason because <laughs> I've never I've never shot anybody. But it's like, yeah. And I end up nodding my head to it. And like, I was listening to 21 Savage yesterday. And I think the name of the song is No Heart. Some of the verbatim lyrics that he said were, niggas play like all play like they tough and then there was a pause and then the beat drop he said till a nigga get killed and I forgot <laughs> and I forgot and I forgot that I was listening to a song you know and for for a second I sobered up and my butt cheeks clenched and I paused I paused it and I was like whoa wait what yeah you cut your pearls real yeah quick. I cut my per- yeah and I, I went back and I heard that part he's like till a nigga get killed and then the beat kicked back in he's like till a nigga get spilled Till his blood gets spilled. And I started nodding my head again. Like, okay, cool. Before a second, that shit was too real for me. But yeah, I need. I like to switch it up every now and then. Uh, and then there's like artists that are like super, super duper fun time. Like Dram. Uh, that dude, I like what he does. He's like, every time you listen to some shit like that, it's just going to be some... I want to I wanna watch a chick twerk on a piano. And that's literally what was happening in the music video for Broccoli. There was chicks twerking on a piano in a river somewhere. It was really artsy. It was nice. They put filters on it. The booty was jiggling real artsy-like, and I, I was really into that because I'm, I, I have an Was it sepia toned? Is that why it was artsy? It could have been. I think there might have been a little black and white. Uh, they were like, Is that the one where they're riding around on bicycles? Uh, That's a different video. That might be a different one. This was one where they were doing like Vanessa Carlton, like there was a piano, and it was moving. On a truck? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, there was this chick like standing straight up. They ain't had no shoes on either. Like just... I used to get Vanessa Carlton and Michelle Branch mixed up all the time. There was a time where they all confused me. I used to get Jessica Simpson and Mandy Moore confused. And then Christina Aguilera. I didn't get her confused with anybody or Britney Spears. But there, for a while, there were a bunch of 19 to early 20-something-year-olds just coming out and dropping music. Oh, for sure. But the ladies I'm referencing, they kind of just look the same. The difference was one played a piano on a truck and the other one played a guitar. On a truck? Nah, I think she just walked around. I see. With Santana. Motherfuckers just be outside with with instruments. That's the problem. We need to... If they they weren't doing that, then we would probably... That disgusts me, actually. Whenever I see somebody with an acoustic guitar on the beach, I'm just like, That shit is... Yeah, you know what they... You drown somehow. I know know why you're here. Like, you took this all the way over here just to play music and disturb the peace. You're trying to get some poonanny. We know what you're doing. I hope someone lays some coochie on me because of this. We ain't dumb. We ain't dumb. You ain't playing whole songs. Play in your house. Why you gotta just sit in in the middle of a park doing that? Nobody wants to hear your shitty guitar. You don't see me going out and and freestyling a beatbox of a poonanny just because I can't do either one very efficiently or good. But even if I could, you know, that's something you say for an actual performance. Like, we're on to you, acoustic guitar person. Cut that shit out. You know what I think is interesting about J. Cole is everybody likes to point out that he doesn't have any features, but I think... I would enjoy his music more if he had more features. I've enjoyed him featuring on songs. Right, right, right. Like when he was on Planes with Jeremiah and the beat drop. I'm realizing a lot of crazy, brazy shit go down when the beat drop. But you can't just drop the beat and be like, no, I like ice cream. I like ice cream. Bring that song, beat back. Bring that beat back. Turn my headphones up. <laughs> but when the beat dropped and this man was just like, dick so big as like a foot is in your mouth. I wasn't prepared for that. Were you prepared for that? Not at all. I was, and I, I stopped the song and I went back and I listened to it again. And for sure, he said, dick so big is like a foot is in your mouth. I was tripped out. I was like, he sat down. He thought that shit. Then he wrote that shit. Then he took that shit to wherever they recorded it. Then he said that shit out loud. And whoever it was that heard that shit was like, hey, yo, that's Fuego. That's going to stay on the track. And then they mastered that shit. And then they put that shit on the album somewhere. And then that shit hit the waves. And then that shit hit Spotify. And then that shit hit my ears. And I was like, he really said that shit. There's a process. There's levels to this. And but I liked uh, Jodeci back. He did that with Drake. Mm-hmm. I liked when he had Missy Elliott on his song. That shit was hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's fine. I think I, I talk about this all the time with people. Like, J. Cole is, is fine. I don't think his music is... I think when people say it's boring, they're over-exaggerating. I was like a huge late 90s hip-hop head to an extent, and that's kind of the vibe that I like, but he's propped up by the fact that the the mainstream of music is very narrow right now, and it's kind of infiltrated various forms of media where everything is about 
mass appeal and making the most money, which of course, you know, you're running a business, but like, look at the movies we have. They're, they're pretty crap. Yeah. You know, when, when we were growing up, like, uh, I don't know, my favorite podcast, I, I go into these crazy sides all the time. That's so my funny. favorite podcast, uh, is about, they talk about movies and they're talking about one of my favorite, uh, movies growing up, which is Demolition Man. I don't know if you, you had to have seen it, right? Uh, Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone. Is that when he had the blonde hair and he yeah. was walking around with overalls on, yes. and beating people ass for yes. no reason, looking like Naughty by Nature? I don't remember what that was about, but I just I distinctly remember like why is he doing? Or wait, this? another bad creation? Is that what I'm thinking of? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He escaped from jail, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, where the fuck am I going with this? I don't know, man. Bring it back. Oh, so the 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 point that I was getting at is, you know, we were growing up. Demolition Man was an R-rated movie, but. They made toys for it, and every kid I knew in my age group, that was, like, their favorite movie at the time. Mm. And fast forward to today, maybe that's better for society, I don't know. Rarely do you get a hard R movie. Everything is PG-13 and under because you can market it to more people and sell more tickets. Because you have to make money. So when it comes to, you know, the same when we were growing up, you would turn on the radio and be like, oh, there's a good R&B song, there's a good party rap song this is good more conscious rap song you all that stuff was playing on the radio at the same time and now you get less of it it's odd because you know it's the age of information and accessibility and music is so much easier to make but we're inundated so much by music when you try to go off on your own it's it's easy to get lost in the mix Mm -hmm. so then you fall back to radio stuff and then all you have is Five guys who look the same who are mumbling. Or... That's why I stress the 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 importance of. I don't. I haven't. I hate to sound like everybody else, but I haven't really listened to the radio in a while. Uh, I mostly use things like Spotify, and when you use things like that, they cater to the stuff that you listen to. There's a benefit because if you listen to this individual, they're like, "Hey, here's another individual that sounds like this or fits into." I'm not sure how they track or or they'll say majority of the people that have listened to this individual have listened to this individual as well. And there was a connection. Uh, I listened to artists and I'm about to say a whole bunch of people, but there's like Pell Smino, which led me to like Isaiah Rashad, which is linked to like Kendrick Lamar and so on and so forth. And all of these things have different sounds to them. I mean, they there's songs that are uplifting and it's like, all right, this is cool. But there's also songs about Gratatan people, which is a good mix because I, I feel like that in some way symbolizes myself because I, I can be an uplifting individual for the most part. If it comes down to it, I'm going to let it off. That, and nobody believes that. For I'm going to let it. Hold on. Wait, somebody might because I just need to be in the right circumstance. Y'all. Well, you know what? I what? think I'm going to let it off. Uh, you definitely have a dark side. I've noticed little hints here what? and there where what? it creeps out a little bit. Really? Like what? Well, for instance, last night he challenged me to a game of darts and then he uh, every time he would grab the darts off the board and hand them to me, he would always give them to me sharp and first. I, I felt like that was a power move. He was trying to show me something. I realized I was doing that because <laughs> after a while, he like you went to grab them and you was you would stop and then like move your hand around. To, and you notice I stopped doing that after a while. I was just like, hey, that's kind of fucked up. I'm not trying to. After 45 you. minutes, he stopped doing. That. I was like, all right, I'm gonna stop. That's fucked up. I didn't realize. Like, yeah, it's something about the sharp edges that were intriguing to me, though. I was like, I could, I could stab a nigga with this if I had to. It's the right circumstance. Just don't, 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 don't come for me. I'm gonna let it. And off. I think when. Uh... When you're sitting across from someone who you feel is beneath you, you man spread farther. You, I do? As you're like... Personally? Showing, yeah. I think you're showing your genitals as a way to assert your dominance. So, I hope not. I need to stop. I mean, I'm kind of... My legs are long, so maybe that might be a comfort thing. I'll be very wary of that henceforth, though. All right, but damn, I'm learning stuff about myself right I now. I think last night that uh, that couple wanted to take you somewhere. I, that was getting weird. That was getting a little weird, and I thought I was tripping. You and I tend to think the same, because they started off on the dartboard furthest from us. There was a nice-looking white gentleman and a nice-looking black lady. They were just being really affectionate and showing love and being kind of, not loud, I don't think. They were very drunk and goofy and possibly on something else. Possibly. Substance people. They were doing stuff, and she kept making small talk with me. I'm like, hi, yeah, that's what's up, that's cool. She's like, hi, I suck, you're pretty good. I'm like, hey, I'm okay, I'm not really that good. And then it started creeping closer and closer. And before I knew it, they were at the dartboard next to us. And they were whispering to one another and, like, kept talking to me. And I was looking at Reggie like, bro, they m- I don't trust shit like that. I'm not into into the whole cuckold thing, even though I've seen references. And um, 
because I feel like that could potentially be a setup. Somebody's like, hey, I want you to have sex with my girlfriend or my wife. You go and you get butt naked. Not only are you outnumbered now, but you're defenseless because you butt naked and you can't efficiently defend yourself with your dick out. That's just not something they don't. You don't go to self-training martial arts seminars and they're like, all right, everybody get butt naked so I can teach you how to throw hands with your dick out because you're going to be thinking about how your dick out and that's vulnerable. That's a very vital point of your body. I would never do some shit like that because I'm not going to get caught with my pants down. Literally. Well, what if you what if you knew the people? Nah, man. Nah, fuck that. Nah, I'm good. Like, I just don't need to be like my first question would be why? Like, hey, man, I want you to smash my wife. And I'd be like why though like why you want me to like why you want me to do that and then i'm gonna be looking at y'all like i won't look at you crazy because we're all adults and i accept stuff like that but i i don't want to be inside your wife and then then you in the room and i don't want to be inside a phrase that fucked up i don't want to be inside your wife at all like i'm not gonna smash your wife but that's just interesting I, i try to put myself in the shoes of a person that would ask somebody like this is why i love this woman so much can you please put your penis in her and I'm I'm into some weird shit here and there, but that's just one of the things that I'm probably not going to touch on. It's at least in my personal life. If somebody asked you, like, hey, Reggie, I want you to bust, bust it open on my wife. Like, you'd be like, hey, you know what? This is different. I'm going to get down with this. Or would you just be like, probably, oh, I'm good. Probably not. It really depends. You know, if it was uh, funny. If it was funny. I, I'll do a lot of things that I shouldn't do if... It's funny in the end. I feel, I feel exact. I feel that exactly. Like I, I can, I can agree with that fully. All I know is I've seen pornographic material where the actor and actress or whatever were doing the thing, and the cameraman was trying to be supportive, and he'd be like, "Yeah, that's right, dog. Like, yeah, that's right. Do this. Yeah, you got that. Hell yeah, bro." And just that alone bothers me. So I'm picturing myself doing something, and somebody's husband is just like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got Gatorade in the fridge. You thirsty? And I'm going to just be like, No, yeah, that would throw me off. A lot of stuff throws me off. Last night, that uh, bartender kept being real nice to me, but using my full last name. And I was like, Yeah, she kept saying that. Did she say, She said your last name? I heard her say Reginald. Well, no, but don't don't call me Reginald. (laughs) That's weird to me. She got it off your card. I was like, Ew. It's like, Oh, you need another drink, Reginald? Ew. You know. All three syllables, though? I was like, Oh. She trying to get it wet like a water pool. If anybody ever said, do me, Reginald, or... That's... I'm not going... You, I, I can't harder, you Reginald. Getting, uh, harder, Reginald. That's just I'm not I'm almost sexy. there, Reginald. That's just not sexy at all. Uh, <laughs> Instant flatulence. What? Not flatulence. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> no. Um, it's in. It's no. in. <laughs> I had a moment where... Some, I'm not going to fart, but... <laughs> Nah, I'm in. Uh, that's wild. That's wild as hell. So if somebody uses your first, middle, and last name during intercourse, you're just oh! letting farts rip. No, I don't know. Nah, I'm probably clenched up at that point. But don't drop my middle name at all. That's just being extra. I'm going to put you out. I'm going to call the Uber. It's going to be an Uber pool. And you're going to have to like take that inconvenience on the way home. It's not going to be a direct ride home. It's going to be punishment. Your punishment for using my whole government name is having to get into the car and sit next to strangers on the way home. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm, I'm starting to be a bad person right now. Like I'm getting further and further into the rabbit hole. Yeah, I, like I said, you got that dark side. I'm just, I'm gonna let it off. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just bad right now. So, um, do you have any weird fetishes that you'd like to divulge right now? Uh, while I do not have a foot fetish necessarily, I have an appreciation for like fresh pedicures and manicures. And they look nice, especially when they pick nice colors. I like. The, the just the entire idea of a woman taking care of herself is very appealing to me. So I'm just like, oh, okay. do you do you want a woman to rub her feet on your wiener? Um, not necessarily, no, because legs and feet are very powerful things, and something can go wrong. I'm picturing a scenario where like everything's going okay, and then for some reason there's a twitch and somebody chunly kicks my genital. Everything's going okay, but then they they clap their feet. Around you, <laughs> around the, yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. You never know, man. There's a lot of wild ass shit going on out here. Mm-mm. Mm. But I think, uh, yeah, I think those are attractive. Other than that, I like to pretend sometimes. Like what? No, I mean, if uh, let's say that well, this is gonna sound bad. Let's say that somebody's really into me, and I only really think they're okay. And then let's say it's gonna go down. I'll just pretend like, hey. Put this Dr. Seuss hat on. This shit turned me on. 
like, really? I'm like, yes, this is what I need. <laughs> I need this to climax. And then months later, like, hey, you know, remember when we hooked up and you did that weird? I was like, nah, that wasn't real. That wasn't real. I was fucking around. I just wanted to see if he was going to do it. I like to hit it from the back and then put Simon, Simon rested on the small of your back and then play the matching game. I want to see if I can keep up. I try to solve a Rubik's Cube while, while I'm getting rolled on like a rodeo show. Nah, I don't do all that extra shit. You got to incorporate some Milton Bradley into it. Some Milton Bradley of some sort. They're getting money out here. But fetishes, they've become, I'm happy that things have become more accepted. Like, you got Fifty Shades of Gay, uh, I almost said Fifty Shades of Gay, which I think, I'm pretty sure is a title somewhere yeah, or is. something. That's too simple to not be one. But when Fifty Shades of Grey dropped, everybody was getting into BDSM, I think. People was like smacking the shit out of each other and tying each other up and leaving them in the room without even having sex. And I believe was, in kink shaming, by the way. You believe in kink shaming? Yes. Oh, so do I. Like, there's certain people that will be like, oh, that's nasty. That's gross. I don't, sh- I'll try not to shame anything, but I'll let no, people know, like, yeah, don't like, pee on me. No, like, I'm say that's definitely. Like, don't fart in my face. I will make fun of somebody who wants to dress up like a squirrel. Oh, you, oh you're saying you do, you believe, you will kink shame. Yes. Is what you're saying. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I won't. I'll just be like, you know what? Do you? Right. Do whatever makes you happy. But if you. If it's, if it's out there, you going to say something? Yes. Are there any kinks that you want to shame? I'm not going to, I'm going to start off. I'm going to say that there's kinks that I'm not going to shame, but I'm not going to get into. You're not going to bleed on me. You're not going to pee on me. There are certain kinks where people bleed into certain food items and the other person consumes them and that arouses them. I'm not doing that shit. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. There's nothing involving fecal matter that's going to go down. And for some reason, I've seen a lot of Instagram and Twitter posts about people going to Dubai and shit going down over there. I don't know why all the dudes are like doo-doo are over in Dubai. Uh, doo-doo. <laughs> doo-doo-bye. <laughs> just edit that out. Nah, that's the end of that. <laughs> uh, that, that shit's been going down. That shit's been going down. Alright, uh, uh, alright. So yeah, let's, let's shame them. Look, <laughs> if you want to do that, that's fine. You're not doing it to me, that's fine. I'll beat your ass. Have your fun. If you tell me about it, you're going to be shit mouth in my mind from now on because you're doing that. You can't expect me to want to share a pop with you or any sort of extra. You know, like people people talk talk a lot of mess about eating ass and stuff. That's different. That's way different. That's way different. It's okay to eat ass. Like, I'm going to say this. For individuals, and I tell friends of mine, if you haven't dated in a while, let's say you've been in a long-term relationship for a while and you're just getting back into the dating game, eating ass... It's damn near close to mandatory at this point. I'm gonna, and this is a broad blanket statement. I don't, I don't know that that's the case, but I also don't. It's, it's. I think it's, I think it's the first thing on the extra list people would probably expect you to do. Like it's a thing that's more. There are certain taboos. Once upon a time, fellatio was something like, oh man, she freakish. You put a mouth on my penis. Cunnilingus was another one. Like, oh man, he wild as hell. He be eating it. As eating is the next thing on that. Like because it's more so accepted. Also, after that... That's foot- not a first date thing, though. It's not a... Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, no, 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 no. You're not no, going to no, take no, somebody to Old Country no, Buffet no, no, and then... No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. It's not a first date thing. I got. I really got to like you as a person on the inside and outside to want to do that. I think eventually, if you find someone you care about, you love, and you can see yourself with for a little bit, go ahead and put your mouth on it. It's like, it's like cream pies. You just can't cream pie somebody you don't really fuck with like that. That's some wild ass shit to do. Well, you ain't got no more. Nah, dog. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> nah, we not. Nope. Nope. I wish you guys could see his face right now. Because, no, absolutely not. Nah, uh, you're not about to finesse me right now. Um, nah, hell no. Nah. Nope. Mm-mm. Unacceptable. I tell people that think it's kind of gross, like, just broaden your horizons. It's, it's, and dating right now, I assume, is really, really competitive. There are certain things that you can and cannot do that will increase or decrease your marketability in the dating world. I equate the dating right now to like World War One, and in World War One, all different sides coming in, and you got to like really, really compete with other people. Like you can't have World War One without trench warfare. And trench warfare is eating ass in this case. I really, I don't think that analogy makes any sense. I think it makes a lot of sense, and I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm it. glad you just said that for yeah. no reason. Yeah, I should. It's for the record, what? Cream pies, bro? Really? No. For the record, we practice safe sex. We aren't. 
Yeah, I use we condoms. Doing these things. Go back to the first episode. We had a whole segment where we was talking about the condom wrappers in my waste basket. Waste basket. Hold on. Look. Look at. Look how clean. Look. Look at that. Mm-hmm. It's just got a bunch of. It looked like you printed out a bunch of. Uh, nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Erotic pictures. Come and on. Then stuffed them. All right, that's bullshit. Stuffed them in there. Nah, nah, nah I wouldn't do that. I, I stream my shit, so there's that. But yeah, so you know, so, uh, a friend was telling me that I don't know if people know this. I think guys go through phases of pornography because it's yes. so accessible now yes. where you can see anything. So yes, one week you watch this, and a couple weeks later you're watching this. Somebody told me they went through a very long GIF phase, which uh uh-uh. I call them GIFs. It's supposed no, to be I call GIF them GIFs. No, 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 I'm not doing that. We ain't doing that shit. I'm a grown ass man. You're not about to make me pronounce my unless it's a giraffe. That's about it. I'm not doing. We ain't doing that. So, yeah, that's an, an odd idea to me where it's a 10-second loop and you're just watching that over and over again and that's, reaching climax. That's really awkward. Um, at least go to Snapchat where videos have the potential to be 10 seconds long, but that's an actual video probably. But Snapchat might be different because that's a really, you really fighting against time right there. Like, you're going to hurt yourself trying to get it off in those 10 to 20 seconds of video clip. I'm not judging. I'm not judging you, but I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to work with a GIF. That's interesting. I thought when you said phases of porn, I thought you meant like different categories and stuff. When I was young, I think everyone. Uh, I might be projecting, but I think certain people go through an Asian thing at some point or another. I think that's common. I never did for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that you skipped mean. it. There's levels. There's levels. You skipped it because at a, at a young like at a young age, there's. You, you get into it, and it's just like, you're just mesmerized to be watching it in the first place. And then you're just like, oh, wait, there's different types. And so you start, because these things are very well organized, and you go through different ones. Like, oh, man, there's this, there's that. So you just skip the whole Asian category then. I just, uh, you know, here, okay, here's the thing. And uh, I don't want to sound messed up in any sort of way, so. Here we go. The, the Asian listeners that will not exist don't get offended. Mm-mm. I just, I like thickness Uh uh-huh and that's not a very asian trait as far as i've seen oh definitely in the the video unless you're talking about you know like ava divine and that's a she's not that's a asian yes she is wait are we talking about the same person ava divine she'd be wilding out the the white lady no mm -mm. ava divine no dude you you know i'm I'm not good with the names anymore oh really okay all right we'll 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 yeah we'll talk about so yeah you know there's the Fly colored Asians, like Wu Tang was talking about in the ice cream. Song. <laughs> yeah, I recall. Yeah. You know, yeah, but if you want me to watch Japanese porn where real talk, the dicks are small, everything's blurred out, the ladies making really weird noises, I don't know. I can't, can't deal with that. No, yeah, it's like eels in the butt. Yeah, there's a. <laughs> that's real. I want to put a. I don't know if I should put a link to that because it's kind of on the. Um... No, the x-rated side but there were whole eels all off in that lady's asshole and that's that's some shit that they do right here uh you've never seen her before i don't like that you've never seen her before it, it look google ava divine i don't like it but he says it's good <laughs> no i'm not saying it's good do not do not do it unless you into seeing some like she is i like natural too i don't know like... no likewise likewise she is Something you watch when you've watched almost everything else and you just in a fuck it type mood. You ever been that been like that? Where you're just like, you know what? I'm feeling reckless today. I'm gonna pull up the like wildest shit I can I can muster and see if uh I can make this work. Like yeah, she's done some she's I don't know. Yeah. D- research at your own peril or uh, at your own uh risk. Cause you well you know, can... hit us up on Twitter and tell us what your favorite kind of porn is and we can get into a whole discussion that's actually a poll that i might ask certain people like you can just choose the one category that i really do not mess with is ebony porn and it's coming back because that shit is racist (laughs) that shit is straight up racist first off the title of the shit would be stuff like black bitches 87 i'm like all right man that's that's wild as hell and i think we've actually touched on this before porn titles are just bad because in this era of streaming and stuff, people are uploading things that don't belong to them, and then uh, the titles, they're misspelled. They're misspelled. Yeah, but 
it's been like that though. Like back in the like the eighties and nineties, like you would get VHSs. But it wasn't as bad. The it wasn't as bad. Black holes, like seventy. I'm pretty sure if I went into my dad's stash, like, I would be able to find <laughs> your like, dad's stash is all racist ebony porn. I'm like, dude, you can't be yanking it to to this. That's unacceptable. But yeah, I don't watch that shit because I feel like anytime you got people wearing do like why you got to keep the Thames on why you got to keep the do-rag on why you got to keep the chain on like this it is a- interesting this whole mandingo thing they come out and they have the yeah the do-rag and the Thames on they're usually all huge sometimes they even show them lifting weights before they put the dick in yeah there's a fetish for that and there's a good chance that the the audience more than likely aren't watching this for the the female i think that's how i found out about froggy style though it was ludicrous that I heard Froggy Style from. I don't know what actual Froggy Style is. What is that? To me, that's Doggy Style, but the man is on his toes. So he's like, like he's got his yeah, he's got his legs bent, kind of like the back legs of a frog. Like a frog. And he, like, there's no jumping involved. No. Okay. But I've only seen uh, those kind of male performers. Maneuvers. This is why black men get the get the stigma that somebody watch porn they gonna be expect don't 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 expect me to do any of that I'm a normal ass person these dudes get paid to do that don't shit. expect froggy style from no, Delancey I'm apparently. not I'm not doing that. my knees I don't even know if my knees that good they are gonna be popping cracking the whole time so I'm not gonna play myself but I learned how to do a cartwheel just for you know I knew that I was gonna lose my virginity coming up when I was in high school so I practiced somersaults cartwheels did you have a do rag on you. <laughs> no i didn't no that's good well okay we gotta we gotta touch on cream pies real quick for the record in case this person hears the podcast which i doubt they will i'm not showing delancey who sent me this message but a friend was telling me how he's really not i tried to look over (laughs) at the phone and he moved it i want to see who this is but all right whatever so a friend was telling me that they kind of have a girlfriend now and they're having steady intercourse yeah and uh, I'm not the kind of person that tells any of my sexual business. I like to just stay moving in darkness. No, for sure. Um, and I think guys are gross and they talk about sex too much. But this is a, a situation where it makes sense. It's not, oh, I was at the club for the 18th week in a row and I had sex for the 16th week out of 18. You know, people get tired of that. This, hey, good for you, right? So he says um, they definitely got it on. But man, I came so fast this morning. It's because we went to bed early and my mom stayed up forever. So by the time I tried to give it to her, she was asleep. So we tried this morning, but it felt too good. And I had to catch it with my hand. It was the worst. And I said, catch it with your hand in all caps. Catch what? He said ectoplasm. So I want to get your take and possibly our, our five person, five person audience take of why you would use the withdrawal method and then catch it in your hand? Can you catch sperm that good in your hand? <laughs> Is that a reliable I mean, if you can if you can watch some of the if you can watch some of the best athletes on the planet drop a football, can you rely on a just a regular guy to catch a, a, some shots of semen? That's and he said hand singular hand so this is a one-handed <laughs> this man has cat like reflexes <laughs> the the trajectory and the and the velocity with which this stuff comes out I, I guess it differs from person to person but i think during the heat of the moment there's a good chance that it's amplified due to the excitement involved and i'm i'm, I'm trying to be real technical about this but there there's not a good chance that i mean it depends on his technique like did he let it shoot and then try to catch from the side like you would grab like a pole like once it comes out? Oh, that, no, that's a terrible idea. The, like, or did he like create a barrier in front of it with his hand and just shoot into the hand and then close his hand? What did he do with it once it was in his hand? I don't know. Did he go, You, I, I need some follow up on that. Like, I, 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 I might know, have to ask. Please do. Because I want to know if he like went to rinse his hand off. Did he wipe his hand off? Did he ask her, like, do you want this? Like, <laughs> Do you want take... this? Hey, there's some really, like, it's good for moisturizing from what I understand. She, so she was going to eat it out of the palm of his hand like nah, she was she a deer? She could have rubbed it on and, like, her skin could have been all effervescent no, and happy. No, that's disgusting. And, like, it's possible. I don't know. People do stuff these days. But that's, that's I don't know. If I, I feel like if I, I've never, I've never cream pied anybody. Only because I'm really, really paranoid about pregnancy 
you know, just this, that's a whole realm of responsibility that I'm just not ready for. So I will be safe and use prophylactics, but at the same time, I will still not do something like that. Uh, if we're if we're dating for two months, that's that's it. Two we're, months is it? Sixty we're, days. We're I'm, in love now. I'm shooting and, the club um, up. I'm shooting the club up. Yeah, I'm letting it off in there. I don't know. I don't even know. If, a friend, like one of my cousins, actually, he has about. I was having a conversation with him. And he was like, "So you never done that before?" I was like, "No." And he was like, "Oh man, you fucking missing out." And I was like, "Really?" He was like, "Yeah." No, it's dude. good. It's good that you have it because you're you're probably gonna make a lot of poor decisions once you. Yeah, I'm sure. Once you end up doing Because he got like eight, nine kids. See, I don't have any, so I don't really know what everybody's doing wrong. Uh, everybody, they become addicted to it. Like you become addicted to shooting the club up and you just keep doing it over and over. That's a thrill. But Maybe I think the as a, it, there's nothing wrong or it's, it's smart actually to be a man involved in the whole birth control process and decision yeah, of making. Of course. And everybody's informed and then you don't have kids accidentally. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. No. So women may not know. I feel like the shot is fairly unpredictable. I've surprised myself on occasion. I think uh, people who don't have a penis imagine it as a sniper rifle mm-hmm. when it's more so like a musket, Shotgun. right? A, a blunderbuss. <laughs> uh, there's anything can happen. Yeah, that's true. It's not. It's not. All, it's not the same every time. I like, remember the first time the Ghostbusters fired that. And, and, the, and the, it was all over the place. Oh. Oh, yeah, perfect, perfect analogy. Yeah, uh, you, it's it's very difficult. I think some respect needs to be tossed towards individuals that at least try to master the 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 stream, the beam. Accidents happen. There have been times like you can hit shit that you did not mean to hit. I've talked to people who have uh, been like, "Yeah, man." So I was just chilling. I was on my own, and then all of a sudden, I just hit my ear, and I'm like, "How the fuck?" I don't question it because I understand where they're coming from because you just can't, you gotta, you gotta be the master of your own domain. You gotta master that ship. That's why you gotta experiment and see what's going on before you go off into the world and end up getting somebody caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> yeah. I'm so. just thinking of uh, like what happened to Ricky, but if it was. It oh, was when nuts. he got hit in the back. Be- Nah, that's nasty. Alright, that was a tragic moment. He wouldn't have died, that's for sure. <laughs> he wouldn't have been the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> if a car full of dudes just pulled up on him and skeeted all over his back. <laughs> just buka- drive-by bukkake? Nah, that's all You thought up. there wasn't going to be no repercussions? Nah, that's all fucked up. That's real bad. Nah, I'm trying not to. <laughs> Regarding, um, <laughs> I, it's, we, I think this all started from like talking about shooting people, probably. I was talking about shooting people. Uh, it just went full circle because we talked about Ricky getting shot. So I'm going to just go back to it. Okay, go back to shooting people. All right, there we go. Regarding music, I'll listen to stuff about people getting shot. It's it's it's, it's It can be pretty lit sometimes. Not the message behind it, but there's certain individuals like Chance the Rapper who is from here. And he made a concept album, which, like I just said a while ago, J. Cole made a concept album. Chance has a way of making a concept album and it works. He also has the background of not having like a record label and having a DIY type thing going on that benefits him as well. So it's really interesting to see where he's coming from. And a lot of the things that he does isn't really coming from the motivation of making money at all. He does a lot of things like out of his own pocket. Like when he, I think he's, what? I don't, I don't want to give him too much credit for being some sort of selfless messiah. He's making a lot of money and he's, He's not DIY because he doesn't care about money. He's making more money as a, an independent artist, um, probably, than he would on a label. That makes sense. Oh, you, Reggie's an actual musician, so how does that work? Record label, ma- like, masters, like, I don't understand any of these terms, really. I think... Um, well, the way music has changed a lot with you used to need a label of some sort because the cost of recording was so high the cost of you know printing up think of if you're printing vinyl is expensive the idea of as a single person going around and selling a box of records to individual record stores i mean you, you would spend weeks doing is that this. distribution or and they would right and then they have the possibility of saying i don't want this taking up space on my shelves right mm. so fast forward to now if somebody wants to sign you for a million dollars and you're nobody of course you're going to take that deal and they're going to you know, put you on a tour with other artists that are on their roster, which is going to boost you. There's there's obviously benefits of being on a label, but if you, Chance the Rapper had certain connections that he was able to 
to use to his benefit and do everything quote DIY do it yourself right it doesn't make a lot of sense for him to jump on a label now when he's already I mean he's in Kit Kat commercials and he's putting on his own shows at what Soldier Field he he can there's people referencing him in their songs and he can work with almost any artist he wants yeah there's no it it just doesn't make sense it wouldn't make any sense and it's more money going directly to him and the the people that he employs instead of having to to share a huge chunk um especially with his his music sales um that's just all going he recently got a grammy nomination too on the way yeah so if you're doing all this with without any label backing major label backing it makes no sense to jump on now and you're seeing a lot of more established artists you know once they have the name and everything they're they're just jumping off once their contract runs out i think radiohead is is independent now okay so there's still some small things he does, like during the Magic, uh, during the Coloring Book Tour, or the show that he had when he went out of his way to purchase tickets that scalpers purchased. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely appreciate, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people like who don't give a shit about where they're from, and I think he he does have love for the city and shows that, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, and that goes a long way. Uh, on top of, like, certain things that he has done, like there was a drive to get homeless people coats and stuff. I'm I'm all about that shit. All about that shit. Like being from the same neighborhood and like seeing certain things. I was just like, you know what? Like when I do when I last time I went to pick up mail from my grandmother's place, I went I was going down 79th and I was seeing like posters of him here and there and stuff like that. And it it's really really good to see someone coming from the same environment actually uplifting people. Uh there's like a religious aspect in his music that he has sometimes well, a lot of times and it's it's different. It's different. Because from, coming from Chicago, like, who do we have before? Like, oh, Common, of course. Like, Lupe Fiasco and stuff like that. But prior to that, there would be, like... Uh, it's possible. It's it's hard to gauge this stuff because some people feel that it cheapens the experience to give any sort of media backing to the things that they're doing in the community. Uh-huh. Uh, I kind of feel opposite of that. I think you should draw attention to it, not for yourself or your brand but to say hey i'm doing something you can do something you know we can do more Uh, i think that's important but i'm sure i would have i haven't heard of common doing a whole lot for chicago but i'm sure he does i'm pretty sure his fair share uh what about twisty you think twisty does no okay just is broke yeah damn his last show was in waukegan and you know what i played a show at the double door some years back and they had a dude there who he looked like he was 24 years old and his claim to fame was that he directed Twist's new video and he was playing it on a little monitor at this table and it was just him in an alley rapping. He should have uh, stuck with Kanye. He should have. That would have been a good call at least. Yes. Even though Kanye's kind of, Kanye's kind of, I wonder how he's doing right now. Like he, he, well, he just had a meeting with Trump. Did you read that? I saw that, but I don't understand. I didn't, I didn't look that up and see what that was about. What I, did... I just saw the picture. I didn't read any articles. Why? I don't know what's going on anymore. He's man. just a confused guy. Yeah, and he's mentally. We don't know what's going on with him, and we. It's. I think it's. And I don't judge, but people, and that goes back, like whether it be Kanye West or J Cole or whoever else, there are people who dislike an individual because of the fan base. Just like I understand, some of these people can be annoying, but just don't make your decisions based on how other people react. I like to go to the source itself. And even then, there's still a difference between the artists themselves as an artist and the person as a person. I think Kanye West has, has legitimate uh, issues that he's trying to work on right now. Um, yeah, it's easy to, to just write him off as some sort of narcissistic asshole, which he may suffer from clinical narcissism. But look at the difference between when he first hit the scene to like once he got really hot. I feel like right after that, his mom died, and then he just, he got crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. Think of all the stuff. Houseway is a meme now. Houseway. The, the yeah. stuff that, did he seem well-adjusted to you no, during that whole no. altercation? Even though it was extremely entertaining, I was sitting, Sway himself was like, ah, Sway cursed. <laughs> Sway cursed. He used to say, don't come on no fucking, don't turn up on me like that, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's there's stuff going on. Like these these individuals are people in general. Like Kanye West oh, Kanye West did say if he had voted he would have voted for Trump. I don't know what's going on right now though. He I, said he was gonna run for president at an award show. He jumped on the stage to defend Beyonce's music video. This is not normal people stuff. Yeah. He's not doing this for press, I don't think. He's 
he's got some issues. Yeah, exactly. Like, help Kanye. Hashtag help Kanye. Please. Somebody, somebody do something. I think he just need Amber Rose's fingers in his booty hole again. Maybe Allegedly. Can... And if if you if you want to. Nah, it happened. Him. You think so? You know what I think? I think when you are really rich and famous and you are having sex with the most traditionally beautiful people every day, constantly, you probably just get bored. I agree with that. And like all this normal sex. I'm somebody somebody doo-doo on my chest already. Doo-doo. Alright. See, you, you, you... It might get there. If you, you get rich and famous... You might know. just end up to that point where I've I've done everything to everybody. Just I, you know, I would, I don't think do doing. I would go a little bit more extravagant than that. I'd be like, you know, let's 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 have sex on top of a taxidermied rhinoceros or some some shit. But like it's that. still just that's I know it's out there a little. Still bit, just penis in a badge. Yeah, that is. You gotta baseline. You know, let's have sex in this room with a with a tyrannosaurus rex assimilated skeleton in it. Like, just pay the museum curator. Like, look. Lock the shit down for like a good, all I need is 10 minutes. Oh, you know what would be dope? What? Okay, so it's got my mind going. You're talking about dinosaurs. I start thinking about Jurassic Park. Yeah. Thinking about how the mosquito got trapped in the amber. Yeah. What if I you're, know, I don't like where this is going. You're, you're, you're making sweet love on, on some sort of surface, right? And then you have a, a team slowly dripping amber down on you from the top. And then you're slowly being encased in a sensual tableau. Of inside the amber, yeah, but and they break you out before you die. So it's kind of like individuals that choke themselves with a belt while they. Well, I don't want to be. It's not about the losing oxygen. It's just getting frozen in time in that sex pose in the sex pose, and then you know it has. What sex pose would you prefer to be frozen in, froggy style? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No, legitimately choose one right now. Ah, that's so tough. Uh, It can be. Maybe what was that thing that the Hulk did where he put his arm out? <laughs> did the did Hulkamania do that? Yeah, I think so. yeah. <laughs> no, unacceptable. Uh, no, I mean, okay, all right, yeah, nah, but I'm not down with that though. Like, and the, so they 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 freeze me in it. Am I being broken out like soon or years in the future? You wouldn't live in there for years. Oh no, I guess you'd have to have straws in your mouth, really long straws, so you could still breathe. And then after. Couple minutes, they just hit it with a sledgehammer, and then that's a waste of amber, though. You'd fall. Well, if you're rich and famous, you probably oh, have. A, you know, you know a guy. I know a guy. That's true. Hey, give me this amber on the low. Okay, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. So, um, this is <laughs> this has been another episode of Spit Sessions. Um, I want to thank you guys for checking that out again. Uh, and if you have any topics or suggestions or comments that you would like to make, then feel free to hit us up. Hulkamania. Yeah, and uh, especially Delancey, he wants open booty hole pictures at odd hours. Uh, Hashtag gape for Delancey. Nah, don't don't gape for me. Gape for yourself.